definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Good morning. Happy Hump Day, and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. We are with you till nooner today. You, too, can hit us up. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got. Bring them in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. And at 107thescore.com. Is it Festivus yet? I feel like... uh, we have a carnival festival fall action tonight at the church. Oh, that's close enough. That's one of the best nights. So we can get after people. Out there by Upland uh, Heights Elementary. Hay rides. Okay. Um, s'mores. All right. Music. I think they're even going to show the game. Oh, nice. On a projector like outside. That. Yeah. It's a great event. Fantastic. Now, I'm sorry because I'm not going to be there because the boys got football, but. Yeah, we, it's one of my favorite events of the year. I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss it. So yeah. it's, it's not fest of us; it's festival. Yeah, it's close enough. We can still gripe. If you got we want, right? Got some problems with you people. I got some pro- a lot of problems with you people, and now you're gonna hear about. It. Not really. Just uh, you know what we're. I, I'm just ready to get to the weekend for to get the bad taste of Kansas State. Yeah, out of the mouth and hopefully replace it with. with Did a you good see taste. what? We'll um, see. Oh. Um, one of the, the biggest scouts in the world, or the the draft, Mel Kiper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you see what Kiper said about Linton? And I, I did not. No, he's you know, uh, it, very basically saying that um, he's starting to become a terror on on the defensive line, and he started opening the eyes of scouts, and that he thinks because of BYU, and um, they have one apparently really good left tackle. So he was looking forward to that matchup of okay. those two guys. No, I did not see that. And um, that I, uh, he expects Linton to have a big day. And so okay, with the forced fumbles that I he's been so. doing, and um, you know he's got the big paws and the 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 length and the the wingspan and all those things that we uh, kind of got spoiled with with Tyree Wilson. He's he's not that long, but. Um, yeah, Mel Kuyper's starting starting to notice uh, Steve Linton, so that's good news. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's good. I uh, it, it would make it would make sense this year. I mean, to go out there and and handle your business uh, because it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Sure, you know, you think about it, it. There's so much involved with Kansas State that can make you get way down because of the history and you can't figure them out and so it not only makes you feel bad when you lose on Saturday it makes you feel bad again about things that you've witnessed in the past because you can't latch on to anything that's positive with those guys so like 10 years of bad feelings happen in one day it's the way I feel about it anyway yeah um but if you go and 
take care of business at BYU. You've won three of your last four in Big 12 play. Yeah, I, I know. If, if you take it just a step back, mm-hmm. it's not – I mean, it, it, Saturday feels bad, but if if you win Saturday, this coming Saturday, it, it does. You, you've been playing good football. You have one bad Saturday, but three out of four, two out of three of those are road games. I, I think that's a – you're exactly right. It, it can – it's not going to cure everything for this season, but, no. but but the feelings will be a lot better. And then you turn around and you've got a bye week followed by bye week is desperately needed. A night game against TCU arrival. So I mean it it the it, it turns the the tide a little bit, and and it, it has been a roller coaster. It absolutely has as much of any as any season I can remember. I just kind of got it pictured as you know, um, started off really rough. So you start off you know down low and then you pick it back up with some w's and um it it just kind of makes sense to me to me this weekend makes sense <laughs> for it to be a win for it to be a good outing um and that's even with the quarterback questions that you have and and all of those things um the way this baby is going i i, I just don't i don't know it it could be a completely tanked year. It could. It could be. But I just don't have the feeling that it's going to be. No, you, you haven't you still, seen any. People have been rocking. People. Teams have been rocking the new teams in this league. They have. I mean, like, TCU had gone on the road and gotten physically dominated by Iowa State. Uh, TCU, you, you start to look back and you're like, man, really, where were your you know, where's your good part of your season? You know, we, we, you guys were in the national championship game, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. And then BYU comes in, and BYU had won at Arkansas. And you're yeah. like, yeah. And then, so me, I'm kind of leaning lean, lean towards BYU. Pick BYU. Yeah, I think both and of us did. you just blow them out of the water. It was like 44 to 11 or something like that. So um, there's still those teams, a couple of them on your schedule, and UCF and BYU, and – Handle your business. You know, if to be honest, you look at the new teams in this league. If BYU doesn't beat Tech this year, you may have an offer when it comes to new teams making bowl games. There's there's a decent chance because you look at BYU's schedule ahead. It's it's pretty tough. Um, Houston's sitting there at three and three right now, and I don't know where their next three wins are coming from. UCF is three and three since he's two and four. You. There's a legit shot that these four new schools, and some of them talked more than others coming in, but these four new schools could be over when it comes to bowl games in year one. And then you're like, okay, this is what it's like to play with the big boys. Um, but it's and these time, big boys ain't that great, no. but but still <laughs> no, better, these are, a lot better than what you're used to having to deal with. Sure. Uh, but BYU is sitting there at four and two right now. They're two games away from a bowl game. Two wins away from a bowl game, and they feel like you got to think they feel like this is one of their best opportunities to to win and get one of those wins uh, to get to a bowl game out of the so, last six. So, choice, you know, my speaking of roller coasters, um, you know, I started with saying that uh, Oklahoma State would win eight games. They have four wins, and they still haven't played all four <laughs> of the new schools and all four of those Nuts. new schools are still yet to go for Oklahoma State along with West Virginia and Oklahoma you have Cincinnati BYU Houston and UCF yet to play you know I think OSU's uh over under was either seven or seven and a half coming into the year 
because of that schedule. It was seven or seven and a half. Early in the season, I hope uh, betters didn't light their tickets on fire with Oklahoma State with how bad the pokes looked. And now, <laughs> look at them. You're like, ah, oh, that that eight wins looks pretty pretty plausible what if, what if, now. What if, I mean, they got West Virginia this weekend. What if they go sneak one out there? I mean, they could get to nine wins, dude. Very possible. That would be that with would be Alan the, Bowman. That'd be the craziest nine win season I'd I think I'd stupid, ever have it? witnessed. All right, keep your uh, thoughts, commentary coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I'm going to force Jeff to share one of the craziest dreams I've ever heard in my life. I'll do it. <laughs> that was that was freaking nuts. Uh, he's going to get to that. We'll have we'll have some fun today. It is Bob Seger Day, so we turn the page and look towards the Brigham Young Cougars coming up later this week. Headlines next, including Texas Rangers baseball back at it tonight in the ALCS. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. The bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. Keep hitting us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're with you till noon today. Uh, we'll hit you with some headlines right now as uh, we start with the Texas Rangers who are back on the diamond tonight and back in Arlington. Hadn't seemed to matter where they play games up to this point. 7-0 and in the postseason and uh, 1-0 and at home. Just soon be on the road. But, uh, well... If it's in Houston, yeah, because the Astros don't play well at home. But Yeah, they might have tried to negotiate. I think we can just stay yeah, here. We'll just play. stay there. We'll, we'll play. Uh, Rangers-Astros tonight in an ALCS game number three. We'll have it for you with Max Scherzer getting the start for Texas. It'll be a first pitch of 7.03. Pre-game starts at 6.30 here on 100.7. The score for the Astros broadcast. Rangers broadcast also starting at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. It's been a good series. I mean, you've had a two-run game and a one-run game. Last night in the NLCS, we had a, a mm. 10 to nothing result. Was that the final? That's, that's when I quit watching. It was 10-0. Quit, quit paying attention. Uh, 10 to nothing result in that one. Um, so the Phillies are up two games to none as well as they'll get the day off today. But uh, a big game three tonight. If... <laughs> I'm Mr. Jinx. If the Rangers win tonight, there's no coming back for the Astros. I mean, it's I feel feel pretty confident in saying that. You get up three games to none. Uh I feel feel pretty good about it. But uh that's why I think this game is so pivotal. And Scherzer, like we've talked about, a little nervous just because it's been a while, the unknown. I mean, he's one of the greatest pitchers that we've seen in the last ten to twenty years. Um just a phenomenal. I mean, he's he's moved into the top ten, I believe, all time strikeout list, and uh, he's he's just been fantastic. He does have a World Series ring too, a few years back with the Nationals in 2019. So he's got that experience. But what what do we expect tonight? Seventy five pitches. I'd be thrilled if he got to that point. Yeah, I mean that's been the magic number for Texas, though getting the. The pitchers to six innings plus, get, getting them through six innings. So if you could get him to that six-inning mark, man, that would be uh, phenomenal because you're really having to dip into the bullpen beyond that, and that's that's where it gets scary for Texas. 
But uh, should be a fun one tonight. Once again, double T97.3 for the Rangers. And 100.7 score for the Astros broadcast. Not just a ton going on in the sports world. Uh, the Lombardi Award watch list released its midseason list. And Jalen Hutchings on that. Congrats to him. Not much of a surprise for those of us here in Lubbock. But uh, Hutchings gets that midseason honor. Dallas Stars fall short last night to the Golden Knights in shootout fashion, losing 3-2 to two for their first uh, loss of the season. They did get a point, though. And Brett Yormark announces, and you mentioned this yesterday, 20 games season, 20-game conference season next year for men's basketball. You like or no? Uh, I, I like it. There's more stress involved, but that means there's also go- more good games. I mean, you're basically you're eliminating a game against Long Island or Incarnate Word yeah. or something like that, a couple of games against those teams for two more conference games. So I'm a fan of it. Um, it's, it's more pounding on your teams within the conference, but you got a bigger conference now. So I, I think this is a good move by the league, especially – Brett Yormark's ultimate goal is to try to get a basketball-only contract. Yeah, that's it, and he's trying to rule the basketball world. He's you know where uh, the SEC has you know taken power and prestige and championships to football. Yeah, he's trying to do that with basketball too. So the more good competition that you have, the the better product that you're going to have. But you better have a heck of a team because it. it oh my gosh, I mean. Going through that kind of uh, gauntlet with a average or bad team is going to be bad news. Well, I think what you're talking about there, yeah, you you can rule the roost when it comes to basketball in the Big 12 because you've been the best league for several years over. But you look at what you've lost in football, Texas and OU. Okay, you're losing two power names in football. One power team currently and – Two power names when it comes to to football in Texas and OU. For basketball, you're replacing Texas and OU with a lot more power. Oh, yeah. I mean, Arizona, better than both. Um, Arizona State, better than OU as far as a basketball program goes. I say that. No. So, no, not not in what they have done, but in in fan base. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think very many people go to either. Colorado, meh. Uh, if you look at the history of Oklahoma basketball, you look at the names that are hanging oh, in that. I, I get it. You got some great names up there. Uh, hey, but and that's what's uh, so basketball, stupid is that they don't support it. Oh, uh, OU basketball will shock you with their history and what the, how many wins they have. I get it. And it's, it's not like you can. Fours, yeah. It's not like you can tout conference championships, but nobody in this league can tout uh, tout conference championships except for Kansas. Yeah. So I'm telling you, when you go in Lloyd Noble Center, you. Uh, are reminded about Wayman Tisdale and uh, their run to the national championship in 1988, Buddy Heald, um, on and on with these players that they've had. And um, it's just a better basketball program than you think. It is, period. No. They've been told. Oh, it is. And that's, again, where my point is. The, the but zero I understand. support for – for a program that has been good and that has put good products out there is nuts. They have a lot of similarities, in my opinion, with Utah. Okay. 
as far as tradition and lack of and support. Su- lack of support yeah. and exact same kind of arena and all that. But Fair enough. yeah, I think you're getting stronger. Is what I'm getting at too. Uh, tell us what you think. Thoughts, comments, questions, all of it welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Hex, there's a uh, new hottest pepper on the market. Have you seen this? Yes, but I didn't look into it. Okay. New tiny wheels? Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Just kidding. I'm looking at Lucas. He gets to spin the tiny wheel here in uh, here to seven minutes or so. You, you don't want this on the, on the tiny wheel, Lucas? No. I'm telling you, that pepper I ate of uh banjo bobs r.i.p that was it was a ghost carolina reaper hybrid something i don't know hottest thing by far i've ever put in my mouth i mean just like to the point where it made me speak words i didn't know what i was speaking i think i was speaking in tongues or something but it was uh it was ridiculous this thing the old the, the carolina reaper was uh, 1.6 million Scoville units. Guinness uh, has dubbed this the hottest pepper at 2.69, over a million more, called Pepper X. Pepper X. If uh, yeah, because it might X you out. Look at this thing. I saw it. It looks. It looks evil. <laughs> it looks like a a rose flower. Oh my goodness! So uh, 2.69 million. <laughs> it's just terrible. Uh, this is out of a business in South Carolina called the Pucker Butt Pepper Company. <laughs> Pucker Butt. That's great. So there you go. I guess we will not put this on the tiny wheel, at least this week. Heck no. Because Lucas has uh, hexed it. I'm sure this thing costs a ton of money just to get your hands on. If it's the Well, that's the thing. If you got your hands on it, it would burn your hands. Yeah. I mean, people... On these super hot peppers, they wear gloves because it literally burns the hands and in the skin. Did you Have get you seen uh, that video of the guy that accidentally? I mean, he's he's messing with the peppers and accidentally oh, touches his eye and he, 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 he freaks he, out. And he mess like, with jalapenos, you can get then. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, it burns. Burn your eyes like crazy. Uh, Did you get J Bob on the top one hundred list? Did you say that? No, one? I forgot to mention. Okay, it. thank you. D one baseball dot com. J Bob is in the top one hundred of that and. Uh, that was released yesterday. Yep, so assistant congratulations to him. Yeah, no surprise. Not surprise. This is no surprise to us here in, in Lubbock, Texas. He's He has had multiple opportunities to be a head coach elsewhere, so you're very fortunate to uh, have held on to. Or the same position at LSU. Yeah. Think he could recruit to there? I, I don't think he'd have much problem. He recruits to Lubbock, Texas pretty good, though. All right, bring in uh, your thoughts, your comments. We'll get to some more of those in a little bit, like pucker butt horse name. Thank you. It's the end of the bench. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to hour number two. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank, alongside Jeff Axton, I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White, back behind the glass, along with the uh, group of interns back there. Everybody there today. You can keep hitting us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions 
You got bring them in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. We'll get back to uh, some of that here in a moment or two. Um, <clears throat> someone says, Woodman, you seem down today. You good? I don't seem down, do I? I'm good. I'm good. I bro. noticed something. You this, did say I, something. I, I thought it was. I, thought, I, I generally think I can hide stuff I had the fairly si- well. Well, see, everybody knows me. Yeah, you, right, you, you, you wear it on the sleeve. You know how I feel when yeah. I come through the door. Okay, it's either, you know, yeah, there's no middle ground. I mean, you know who I, how I feel. Um, but I sensed a little little down for you today. You had a sense. That's I did. I, so I, I sensed uh, it. You know, I uh, so the, the the boy got his first real it, football injury last night, so it, it just kind of sucked. You're hurting it's, for your kid. Yeah, hurting for the kid. He he uh, dislocated the. The patella, little kneecap last night. So that's no fun. And it stunk. Mom and dad came in from, my folks came in from Dumas. <laughs> they drive there and back. So five hour round trip and uh, he get, gets hurt in the first quarter. First so. quarter. Yeah. So he uh he did get one carry. Which, for, which knee? For a touchdown. Um, the right knee. Right. Do you have to go to the hospital after that? What? You... No, we're reevaluating today. See if we have to go to an ortho. So. Oh boy. So we'll see. See on all that, but this stinks for him because season is pretty well over. They had a. Ch- they they're going to be good enough to play in the championship in well, a couple of weeks. So one thing we'll that probably miss that you're you're blessed with, and we're just trying to find a blessing in 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 a bad situation. You have uh, at least you have people, you know, friendship and in love oh, for sure and. Yeah. Uh, really, it's 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 spread even to the smaller schools where you have somebody there. If you don't have an all full time athletic trainer, there's somebody there yeah, that knows. They had the main athletic trainer okay. at the game last night. So That's that a blessing. He's the one who popped that. it back in. Yeah, there the you spot. go. And then I'll never forget Brian Simpson running out there and putting <laughs> Owen Washburn's elbow back in. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he yes. said he had to get out there and get that done in under. I think you said 90 seconds. If you didn't get it back in in that amount of time, then there would have been, like, could have been career ending. More permanent damage. Yeah, yeah. that's the kind of pressure that are on now, those guys. I can't and believe some of the stuff they have at the high school level mm-hmm. that you and I could ever dream of. They, like, they're already talking about sending them over to do rehab and stuff mm-hmm. that they've got at the athletic facilities. I'm that's like, what we're blessed that's with. Crazy with that kind of deal now. And um, I remember our weight room was. Uh, a uh, rat torn bench and an ag ball uh, ag the, the old ag building yeah and um so oh, yeah. we did we didn't have a weight room it's crazy isn't it? at southern nazarene we didn't have a trainer um so all that's come a long way yeah you know what's always good pick me up though hex pop it's quiz time for a pop quiz <laughs> all right i have not given you a pop, pop quiz, quiz. Pop in a while I think you should do fairly well on this one. Seven gets you a pass. Ten, I'll buy you lunch. That's the basis. Numbers on the jersey that Hall of Famers wore. I'm not very good at this, but okay. I think they'll start fairly easy and maybe get tougher. Pudge Rodriguez. Uh, I'm terrible. Really? Eight? You don't know? Uh Uh-uh. You don't know the numbers? Mm Mm-mm. Seven. That was close. <laughs> you were one off. So close. Barry Sanders. 20. Okay. I figured 21 you'd get at Oklahoma I thought State. you would get both of those, but 
20 for the for the Lions. Yeah, these are the professional numbers. So one for two so far. Dan Marino. <sighs> I really thought you would. 11? I, I will tell you, all of these came off the top of the head. I did not... I did not have to look at any. Eleven, no. <laughs> Thirteen that was a weak one. Thirteen is correct. God, dang, God. <laughs> one for two gonna, so far. I I remember one time. I it was when I first got my sports talk job in Tulsa. They had something like this. Uh-huh. I did horribly at it. Like <laughs> this guy doesn't know nothing this about the, sports. He doesn't know nothing. Is that the tone they used to the? They don't know nothing. No, that's. Or is that just you? That's making my fun of them? stock. Never mind. Go ahead. Zach Thomas. I have no idea. 20? 54. Anybody else? Anybody else want to do this, Chris? Three strikes. I'll I'll take it. Okay, Carl Malone. If you got it, go ahead. 30? 32. Babe Ruth. Three. Got that one. Scotty Pippen. Oh, Jamie. Oh, my gosh. 33. 33 is correct. Wayne Gretzky. You only 99. Hockey, only hockey one. Okay. So you've got three so far. Pete Maravich. He wore two different numbers that are acceptable. No clue. Because he played for like 12. Four different teams. 44 or 7. 7 is probably more popular. but. And the last one, Roberto Clemente. 21. You got that one. Okay. I didn't think you'd get that one. 21. So four out of 10. I really thought you would like just have those stock no. a little better in the not <clears throat> in the back of the. There's not only struggles with numbers with me. There's also that I don't have dyslexia really anywhere in my life. But I have number dyslexia. Number dyslexia. Okay. Numbers can ch- can change places in my mind, and so there's there's only one place that I succeed with in numbers, and that's where I write them down. Yeah. And can remember where they are. And that just goes into prep. That's the only place. I, I had to do remedial math in college. Yeah. I was, I'm telling you, just really, really bad with numbers. Fair enough. Now you flip that over with words. You're good to, good to go. Yeah, We're good to go. So I am em- embarrassed, but I, I kind of come by it naturally with just not knowing. Um. Several in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Eric on wheels says, I could still hear Owen screaming. I was sitting down the right field line. I felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was rough. Um, man, just thinking ahead. He get two Washburns back this mm-hmm. year. It's going to be gonna be pretty good on that front. Some of the injuries that you get back that of guys we just didn't even think of because they were out for the season are going to be pretty good this year. Um, I'm excited for baseball season. I think, should be. I think there should be some optimism there. <clears throat> Uh, our middle school C team is lucky to have a trainer there, and there are only 15 players on the team. Sheesh. Well, even for the 15. even for the sixth graders, um, there's just one lady, but she's always there. She's there, that's good. And and we needed her because they had that kid from uh, yeah the the one place that got injured. So. Yeah. All right, more from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Someone asked what time Grant McCaslin's do up on the press conference. It's afternoon. We'll check on the yeah, break. Yeah, it's it's later today. I was going to watch afterwards. More uh, regarding Texas Tech football, Jake Strong running the football, all of that. And on the chat line, we'll return to some of that. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
Thanks for hanging with us on a Wednesday. You're listening to The End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton with you in the First United Bank studio this morning. We're with you till noon. Keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, all of it welcome on that Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll return to some of that. I've got a lot of tech football thoughts in there. So uh, we'll resume that coming up in just a little bit. Ryan asked, will there be a coach's show this week? There will. Uh, that'll be coming up tomorrow. We'll have it for you on Double T 97.3. But uh, before we get to our burning questions, Hax had uh, quite the the dream mm. last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've told some doozies over the years because yeah. you were one of the worst sleepers I've ever met. Well, I had some terrible sleep last night, too. But uh, this one this one might topple. All right, so I... Uh... I'd evidently stolen something from Jeff McGuire. And you okay. don't know what this something is? Uh, it's in a black case. Okay. Okay. So I have to take this case, and I think it was like valuable comic books or something like that. Maybe some jewelry. I don't know what it was. But I had to take it to New York City. Okay. So I arrive in New York City. I get to this nice, swanky hotel, check in, swanky. go in. It's a huge room. McGuire has tracked me to <laughs> said hotel room. Okay. And so I get in there, and I put the case down on the bed, and McGuire kicks in the door. Totally what I think of when I think of McGuire. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, man, this guy, he's, like he's hunted me down. Uh, I have this case. I'm trying to, you know, get away from him. Well, it turns out I have a bodyguard. Out of okay. nowhere. Out of nowhere. This guy steps out and just <clears throat> caps McGuire. Bop! <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. Then he hits him with, like, uh, like a James Bond poison cloud of something. While he's down. And then he hits him with like darts and like poisonous, all this stuff. And he's just McGuire's toast. You watch too many movies. <laughs> so here's the deal. McGuire survives all of the onslaught. Of course he does. And he gets up and I'm taking, I'm, she- I'm taking cover. I'm shielding myself. So I'm hunkered down okay. watching my bodyguard in, in a black suit, like, you know, men in black or something, you know, just wear McGuire out with all kinds of guns. Uh-huh. McGuire then starts shooting golf balls from his gun at me. Now, it's like a green gun, and it's like a flare gun looking thing. So he's shooting golf balls in my direction. Okay. I start snaring the golf balls because, you know, I catch everything. Of course. And I start throwing them back at Jeff. And I'm so good at it that I start banking them off the wall that's by him and hitting him in the head with return fire. Wow. He's shooting me, and I'm throwing him back at him. Still got the cannon. Which I think is back to when that baseball coach wore me out with the fungo bat mm-hmm. and you know, tried to kill me with a fungo bat that day in, in college baseball practice. And I took the balls that he was hitting at me and started throwing them in, at his head. Like, that was one of the more intense things that I ever experienced because that <laughs> felt like a battle for my life. Um, 
That's what it reminded me of. So I think that may have been where it was coming from. So why McGuire is in this, I don't know. But uh, he didn't get the case. Wow. Have you and Jeff ever thought about sitting down for therapy? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Raymar therapy. Oh. Who would be the Raymar therapist? Oh, man. Uh, Connie. I feel like therapists are always nice people, and she's like the nicest person in the building. So, Connie. Maybe Keith. He could he could do it. Keith could broker. People don't know who these people are, but Keith is like, he runs all the money, and Connie is uh, head of sales. So, yeah. I think both of those people okay. would, be, I would, would be our therapist. I would submit to that. <laughs> Goodness gracious. What a dream. I don't think, it's been a while since I've killed anybody under dream. So, I guess technically you didn't kill him. Just knocked no, him out. No, just knocked him out. Okay. So, and if he could survive all that yeah, from the bodyguard, I mean. If he's surviving the gunfire, then, man, he, yeah. came, he came in for it. Wow. That is uh, quite the dream. New York, having a bodyguard, stealing from McGuire. I want to know what this microchip or whatever is that you stole from McGuire. This government chip. Sounds like. James Bond and uh huh, yeah. Lucas, you got the questions. Two minutes of nonstop in your face in Greece with <laughs> no guy. end in sight. It's time now for burning questions. <laughs> Scotty P. <clears throat> no, sorry. Without using numbers, how do you tell somebody what year you were born? Who uh. I was born when hammer pants were popular. I don't know if that's the exact year or not. It's close. Um, was he born the year after the baseball strike? You know I what that is? I, like, do you, off of either of those, can you guess the year I was born? Hmm. Hammer pants or the baseball strike? A year after the baseball strike. <laughs> no. You got nothing? Not really. Okay, come back around to it. Lion King would be my, my answer. 94? <clears throat> mm-hmm. See, I got that. Lion King. You got any guesses of mine after off of that? I don't know if Hammer Pants was the right year. Okay, go ahead. The very what? first Garfield came out my year, 1978. Wow. Uh, Jonestown, 1978. Yeesh. Not good. What is the most common or popular human food that you feed your dog? Chicken. <clears throat> chicken? I could eat some chicken. Um... I can't. It's like the word chicken automatically <laughs> goes there. You're welcome. Let's go there. It's me, So many things that go on in my head. I think uh, it's chicken. Probably sandwich meat. Yeah. But we use it to wrap like a pill that the dog mm-hmm. has to take. So that one gets. Yeah, I can't judge there. I gave one an insulin shot every day for five years. Yeah, Moose is old, so he gets arthritis medicine now. I can't. I don't know. Whatever's on the menu for the night is usually 
I'm bad. I give the dog scraps almost every day. And then here's the last one. Washington, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, and Oklahoma. All five finish undefeated. Which one is left out of the college football playoff? Washington, Michigan, Michigan. Oklahoma. Georgia. Georgia, Ohio State. Florida State. Florida State. That's, um, a, that's a good question. Is it possible for all five to be? I guess they're all five different conferences. All five right? different conferences. Okay, so yes. yeah. So there is a chance that this could happen. Oh, man. So Blue Blood, Michigan. Blue Blood, now Georgia. Florida State is close to it, if not. Who am I missing already? Like, I've already. Washington and Oklahoma. What? See, I feel like if you're going to brand test, Washington's the one left out, but I think they're a better team than a lot of those. Might be OU just because of the weakness of the schedule. That's probably what I would say, yeah. It also might come down to who has the better win, Washington over Oregon or, or Oklahoma over Texas. If OU proves it twice against Texas, that may give They're them the in. edge. They're in. That probably gives them the edge. I think Washington, again, it's a popularity contest if it comes down to that, and Washington is the least popular out of those four. So The San Diego Padres trade Dave Tomlin and $125,000 to the Texas Rangers for Gaylord Perry. And he wins the 1978 Cy Young Award. You said 78. <laughs> You're not supposed to give numbers. It was 77, though, right? This is your year. Screw you, dude. <laughs> Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Time for questions. Bring them in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Axton, Lucas White with you from the First United Bank studio. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. Tweet us at 107thescore. Dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, or you can uh, just go to the 8th Flooring Center chat line and we will uh, hit you with those questions, or you will hit us with those questions there. Uh, this, before we get to the questions, South Texas Ambassador Preston said this a little earlier. I didn't get to it, if I can find it. To be honest, the besides the interceptions, I thought Strong, Strong looked impressive. I know that sounds dumb, but the ball jumped out of his hands. He threw it all sides of the field and looked to be honestly the best of all three starters. I don't know if I'm ready to make that judgment yet, but I was impressed. I, I am with you. Uh, for most of the way there, Preston. I, I agree. I thought the ball moved very well when he was on the field. The, the offense seemed to have some rhythm. Uh, it's just the, the major mistakes that you can't make. And he's a freshman. But you don't get to make that excuse after this week, right? Because you're in there. You're you're the option. You can't use the freshman excuse anymore because you've got to be awesome or serviceable. Here's one. Uh, bench warmers, what is a good stat line for stat line from Strong Saturday? Choice gave it an hour number one, so give it again. I don't know what I said. Fifteen of twenty for one hundred seventy-five yards. Yes, I think that's what I said. And let Taj do take the bulk. Let Taj run like he's the fifth person in the 
rushing chart? Honestly, the uh, stat I'll be looking at the most is the the interceptions. It needs to be one or less. Yeah, one or less on Saturday. It does. So that place gets rocking too. I mean, you're going to go into a. I mean, it's a live atmosphere. Is it currently uh, new Big Twelve? Not new, new Big Twelve. <laughs> We've got like three different eras going on here. But Big Twelve minus Texas and OU is it the biggest stadium? I think it might be. I think it is sixty something. It's a little over sixty, I think, because t- Tech was right there before you shrunk your stadium currently, and then it'll get back to sixty. Oklahoma City, the exact same thing. So uh, it'll get back to sixty eventually. But I think, I think of Big Twelve teams, I think Big BYU steps in and is the biggest. I don't know what the new schools look like. Uh, what Utah's sitting at, or they're all about the same. Yeah, they're in the same realm. Think Sun Devils like sixty two. Folsom has that uh, giant tarp, right? Or is it? Just, it's not a tarp, is it? Just concrete. It's like concrete. It says Colorado, yeah. Colorado and concrete, black, and then yeah. the gold outline letters. Yeah, Dion's gold headset there. Mm. Gold jacket, <laughs> green jacket. Who gives it? All right. Yeah, Fox Sports MLB, by the way, has this. Every state in the union rooting for the Rangers. Except Texas and Louisiana. Nah, dog. It's, it's Rangers out here. I can it, tell you that. It's Rangers. When Rangers are good, you're just quiet when it's not good. But I think if you polled almost everybody, it's Rangers. Outside of the Houston area. That's how mm. that's how Texas sports work. In general, you, you look right. at... This the, is based on Geotag Twitter. Data and fan hashtags. Psh. Examples. Hashtag ready to rain or go and take it. Okay. I guess we need to tweet more Rangers fans with the go and take it. And the cute little flag. Um, I, I truly believe flag. outside of the 11 million people in the Houston area, Houston sports are not liked by ver- or are liked by very few outside of Houston. That's just how the state of Texas is. You look everywhere, it's Cowboys fans almost everywhere. There's a chunk of Spurs fans around San Antonio and Austin, but largely it's Mavericks fans over most of the state, and then Houston gets the Rockets. Um, Rangers has largely been the same way. And part of that's the TV broadcasts and where those TV broadcasts go. Most of the state gets Rangers, and then there's a small portion down south that gets the Astros. Now, that may have expanded since recent championships but yeah it's it's rangers country most of the statewide i get louisiana being astros because it's down there and they probably do have astros telecast there but uh what do the astros need to do to get a win tonight i mean uh get to scherzer early that's what they need to do the rangers hacks have trailed one freaking inning the whole postseason is that not just baffling? They've only trailed one inning the whole postseason, seven games. <laughs> so if the Astros want to win, oh. they need to get out in front early. I want to win! I have Serger over one and a half ERA. Tonight. Over one and a half? Yeah. I hope you lose. Thank you. <laughs> Bet the good ones, Lucas. No, I think over one and a half, I think that's fine. I, I, I mean, that means he's going to give up two runs probably in the game or more. Um, 
or one run over six innings. Man, I have Five. no idea what to expect out of Scherzer. I don't either. Can't get a feel for it. Um, I've got hopes, but I, I don't know. The strikeout line is at four. At four? I think he eclipses that. I would completely expect Scherzer to come out fiery. But I wouldn't be surprised if he gives up a few runs early. Because we've seen that from Scherzer, where he may give up two or three in the first and then settle in. Here, Here's another thing to watch for. I mean, it wasn't that long ago this guy couldn't throw the baseball because his tricep hurt. Yep. So now you start to build it back. We saw him, what, the next day. He was running poles. He's done all this work to get back. So you go into throwing bullpens. And so you're you're doing a lot of fake stuff as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Watch out, man, because when that adrenaline and the old uh, amygdala, I think is what it's called, amygdala, goes and fires off, all of a sudden it's hard to not go 100 110% and you wonder <laughs> if that tricep will hold up sure. under those circumstances when the competitive juices kick in. I wonder that. Yeah. I'm with you. Absolutely. Choice and hacks. If the Rangers win tonight, do y'all think the Astros fans on the Astros station need a Creed song pick me up <laughs> tomorrow? Sure. We we might be able to break out some Creed if the Rangers oh, no doubt. get the dub tomorrow. Uh, question. We, all, we can all agree that Joe is a fantastic recruiter and motivator, both of which are very important. Now, do y'all think he's a good game manager? Personally, the jury is still out for me. A bit skeptical myself. I, I think that just depends whether you are like hacks and like the uh, the fourth downs or not. I mean, because that's what the game managed. I haven't seen anything at a, at the end of a game that's that's bothered me about Joey. Have you? Nope. I haven't seen any questions when it comes to no. clock management yet. You had plenty of that under Wells, where there are clock management issues. Well, um, just you know, bizarro world. Decisions. Yeah, bizarre, bizarre decisions. Um, but I think it's just preference. You're your flavor, whether you like the, the aggressiveness on fourth down or not. Hacks doesn't. I do. Uh, that will depend on whether you're a, you like his game management skills or not. Because some of it is super aggressive and puts Some you, of it? All of it. Pretty well all of it. Not, not all of it, because if you get up in a game, you don't see him do it. It's just like Baylor, I think you had one fourth down attempt the whole time. It just depends the type of game. The closer the game, the more aggressive they usually are. So, you answered it. Yeah, uh, bench warmers. Could y'all win twenty thousand dollars given to you if you survive? This is so weird because the, you were just playing this in the break. If you survive the McCamey haunted house, if completed, oh. where they basically torture you the whole time. Is that from the chat line? Attempt it. Yes, you were just playing this. Oh during my the break. gosh! I think it's Bullfighter that put this one in. So he's like listening in during the break, and. Absolutely not. This is and one no, of the dumbest No one things. has survived it. Yeah, no one's done it. And I wouldn't want to. Who would willingly be tortured? $20,000, that's it? A million bucks. Said, Maybe I'll talk about it. You're saying Navy SEALs haven't been able to get through no. this thing. That's the dumbest haunted house thing. Like, that shouldn't be allowed to exist. I wouldn't get within 100 exist. miles of this place. Shouldn't be allowed to exist. That's that's dumb. This is dumb. Uh, what's your lo- confidence level that the men are going to make the NCAA tournament? Sixty <laughs> percent. That's exactly the number that came into my head. Sixty over over half, but not way over half. 
There's a few questions we didn't get to, guys. Uh, apologize for that, but we will bring them in tomorrow. Don't you worry. We'll uh, we'll get more of those questions. Tomorrow's our weekend pick them challenge as well. Thursday edition. We'll continue to look towards Texas Tech and Brigham Young for the weekend. That's it for us today, though. Appreciate all the thoughts and participation on the 8th Flooring Center chat line. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Bottom line next. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.